them some big eyes brother welcome <laughs> to another episode of halloween is forever we got another fucking mini sode ready for you on the docket here today i'm brian i'm meg i'm steve and uh i'm gonna throw out a spoiler alert right now early spoiler alert if you didn't listen to last week's episode and you don't want it to be spoiled shut it off now because you're about to fucking gloat. Because I'm guess going to punch what? You in the face. Guess what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mean Gene the Cream rises to the top. Oh. Your boy brought home the belt for the second month in a row. And if you haven't listened before, if you haven't listened to a showdown episode or our subsequent mini episodes, it affords me all the, the rights and privileges of the champ. And the first thing, first order of business is to pick a film to just punish you rat bastards with. <laughs> and we did it. And we watched, both of you for the first time, correct me, yes. Wrong, yes. for the first time, Yes, uh, a little flick, uh, a full moon feature, a little film from the year of our Lord, 1996, <laughs> I believe. Um, what is this, smut pervert? is <laughs> <laughs> Head of the Family. And I'm sure everyone is jumping out of their seats, applauding. You <laughs> might have just elbow dropped your coffee table because you're that excited about it. I'm just gonna the start calling they're fucking doing it. <laughs> they're doing it. They're fucking finally doing it. By God, they're, they're fucking doing it. By God, he's broken. By God. But yes, this is a movie that is near and dear to my heart. And last week, if you recall, after. I claimed the strap at the end of last week's episode. Steve said, all right, you bitch, what are we going to watch? And I said, I <laughs> knew, bitch. but then I waffled and I went back and forth. The reason why is because I want to do a whole full, full moon features episode, a whole Charles Band full moon features episode. But then it occurred. So I was like, wait, maybe I don't want to pick this because this is up there. But then it occurred to me that if we did this, I would not be picking this movie. <laughs> I'd pick. You know, Puppet Master or, or or Jack Frost or something like that. But this is a movie that's near and dear to my heart because me, my brother, and my cousin used to rent this thing. We probably rented it a dozen times from from either Blockbuster or Eagle Video. I'm questioning so much about your childhood. Well, this, this is the thing. Bud. The imagery. Imagine the box <laughs> art. You can Google it, and you, you Yins at home might be googling it now. It's got Myron, who we're going to talk about here in a minute, blasted all over the cover. The weird big headed dude. Yeah. I mean, how can you walk past that as a kid and not go, Jesus Christ, it's what is enticing. that? It's it is crazy. Yeah. He, I, I can only imagine if I would have seen that as a child, <laughs> and I would have been mortified. Yeah. Because all the gratuitous sex. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I, I mean, if I would have seen the cover is what I'm saying, Brian. Oh, okay. Come on. We're not talking about boobs yet or penises. <laughs> there okay? is no penises as far as I'm concerned. No penises. Surprisingly not. Yeah. Was, all tits yeah. and ass. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I really was hoping for some dong at some point. It never came. Well, the the thing is, this was directed by Charles Band. <laughs> yeah. I know you were getting to it. but the, Yeah. <laughs> listen, it ups the stakes. Ups the stakes. Yeah. But this was directed by Charles Band, not the other well-known Full Moon feature director, David Dakotu. <laughs> yes. I mean, so so Charles Band, I mean, there's a formula, yeah. right, to, to his movies. Um, 
and uh, there is in oftentimes includes a lot of sexism. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's, oh, there's, this there's, is top it's a, to bottom. It's it's a horribly sexist, uh, just absolute like I said, piece I'm of shit, schlocky garbage flick. Buns. But I love it. I made a note of that one. <laughs> I was like, poochie buns. Well, at least Howard is set up to be a dick from the very beginning. Oh yeah, one hundred. Like I'm happy he was an eyeless uh, <laughs> drone towards the end. You know, like yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, but anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's a fucking banger. Guys. It's really fun, actually. Um, it's free on TV. I hate you, but I'm really happy about it. I could have went so much worse, and I decided to do a funner, a little bit more fun one. I have a list of just absolute pieces of shit that I frankly don't want to watch again. <laughs> so I was like, do I pull the trigger on this? <laughs> you know what? Let's do something a little more fun, silly. Um, this week... Brian was a benevolent champ. <laughs> I did. Last time when it with uninvited, although I maintain that uninvited is a fucking blast. Um, every you guys, <laughs> their faces, <laughs> dear listener, um, the faces that I'm getting right now. Photo of my face right now. And I was like, I'm just gonna take a picture of myself <laughs> right now. Be like, Me Ooh. saying uninvited is a is a treat. <laughs> we'll she, post that. She photo did this later. squinting look into the distance, <laughs> like mm, you might be a fucking moron. <laughs> Steve did a very similar look. Listen, I maintain that it's a classic. Um, I'd say compared to Uninvited, this is a little bit more palatable. Probably. Oh, yeah. No, this is far less annoying. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, we'll dive into it. I don't want to get too far ahead, but like, I genuinely was like laughed at times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There like, was some, there genuinely, some I was like, that's actually. That's why I love full moon features as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a, you're going to get some some blurt laughs yeah. that you're going to, yeah, you're yeah. going to, you're going to lull lulling is going to happen uh with a full moon feature and there's a little bit of 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 creepiness there's a little bit of gore this one less so than most i would say full moon features there's not a ton in the way of gore really no um but let's before we get into the movie because we're getting ahead of ourselves because we're so goddamn excited to talk about head of the family um i could just see the enthusiasm you oozing know where out of both my, my excitement is coming right from now. it's from getting through all these minisodes so and kick your fucking ass one <laughs> more time one minisode closer to be fucking your life in, inside of meg's basement there's a calendar like day of the dead and she's crossing off <laughs> every day closer to the next one so our second order of business in the uh the first mini sode after the showdown is we've got some topics for you and we're going to we're going to ask our social media friends our listeners to go out and uh, and vote on the instagrams and the twitters and the social media sometime this week we will put it out there we did our topic randomizer uh, that Steve Manns, we take our big giant, <laughs> makes taking a picture of these gruesome snacks we have in front of us, which we'll talk about <laughs> in a second. Um, we took from our ever-growing list of topics uh, and we randomly picked three. So these are what you're going to have the opportunity to vote for for our September showdown episode. And we all we're pretty psyched about this because honestly, like last week or last month's rather, we kind of all knew sitcom Halloween episodes was going to win. <laughs> like it won by a long shot, exponentially more votes mm. than anyone else. I could see any any of these three winning. Um, the first one is modern slashers. So that's anything from the 2000s on, right? Um, so like we were kind of talking about before and Steve was like, not the first scream, but you can hit some of the later screams. <laughs> like it's the, scream four with Hayden Panettiere and Allison Brie. <laughs> the one that we all remember, good. of course. Um, so modern slashers, 2000s to present. That should be really fun if, if that one falls on. Second, Giallo. 
so obviously the uh, the Italian um, uh, subgenre of uh, of uh, masked black gloved murderous uh, whodunits and whatnots that 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 would be fun. I'm a fan of the, of that if we subgenre. Choose that, I will come in costume in a trench coat, trench coat, <laughs> yeah. mask, black yeah, fedora. gloves, fedora. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Key elements of a giallo killer. <laughs> um, and then lastly best child's play so child's play chucky this includes reboots remakes anything in the universe of child's play and listen i'm not trying know, i'm not trying to influence this here yeah i just feel like but you're trying this, to influence yeah, yeah. <laughs> whenever he says i'm not trying to influence what that means is get ready for me to try to influence hey, i'm gonna teach all the instagrammers here how to not influence, <laughs> second, but influence the anti-influencer <laughs> meg um, no, no, I'm into that one because I feel like I was telling the guys, I was like, when we chose them, I'm like, that was the series that got me into horror because I was so terrified as a child. Me too. That I remember watching Chucky on USA and being like, oh my God, I'm actually We talked wa- about this last I'm, episode, I'm, really, I'm a little bit. a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. No, Anyhow. it was the same thing. I, for whatever reason, I remember, you know, I was obsessed with Michael Myers and Halloween as a kid. And, you know, I'd seen the, the first few Friday the 13th movies and all this stuff. And the first movie that really, like, gave me nightmares and freaked me out and made me not want to walk up the stairs to my bedroom by myself was Child's Play, for <laughs> oh sure. Oh, God. Um, and then Scream came around and ruined my life. Um, I was, oh, yeah, because we I was, talked about Cabbage Patch Dolls and how I, like, I yes, collected I was gonna them. Say, and I was we like, talked about the last we episode. We talked about this. Yeah. Oh and I'm a Brad Dorf guy through and through. So I would love that one too. But any honestly, I could see any of these three winning. So pretty, pretty excited for what our September showdown episode will bring. Um not to influence the audience, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if you hey, want to let's get, all choose our picks here. If you want to give Steve a chance, it's gotta be not the child's play movies. <laughs> Steve does not share Megan I's enthusiasm for the child yeah, play I'm movies. Tiffany's, so I'm going for the gold here. <laughs> I think all of these would be would be rad, frankly. I'm I'm excited. Like usually I'm like, oh, I hope they actually pick this one. This one I'm really I'm I really could go in any direction here. These are all stuff that I that I dig. So, um, well, before we get into the movie, we've got a couple other quick uh, uh, things to touch on. First of all, what, what, what are we drinking? What bee is we drinking? We need to open the cooler. That's Let's true. Go. We just We just did we a just quick finished. little... Um, um, oh, yeah. What is this guy, Steve? So, I got a Crowler from JR's, a local distributor. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few that actually does Crowlers, but... Yeah, JR's uh, rules. I yeah. got these there too. Today. Yeah, they, they're full of candy and beer, so oh, they're yeah. great. <laughs> well, I, I, so I, just, I tried to get Necco wafers yeah. based on our last conversation, <laughs> so Meg could try them. They only had cases, right. of Necco wafers for twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like. I'd rather throw myself off a bridge than give the Necco Wafer Corporation $20. <laughs> Big Necco's not getting my 20 That would also make you such an you unpopular house during Halloween. I'd be the first in... person in a decade that brought them in yeah. Necco Wafers. I legitimately going to be a wild card. You were upsetting every boomer <laughs> who listens to us I right mean, now. That's I was like, the shelf life on Necco Wafers is... I imagine infinite. Right. There's nothing. There's no moisture. Wait, there's is no it Necco Wafers or cockroaches? If there was a post if, if there was an apocalypse, there was a nuclear fallout. Those were the only two things I would imagine that would be left. But uh, I went to a couple other places, couldn't find me some Necco wafers. Uh, I got us some other yummy snacks. We'll talk about. But JR's was where I'm at because they yep. have big boxes of crazy weird candies and stuff. It's a pretty yeah. rad place. If you need five pounds of Swedish fish? Check out JR's. <laughs> yeah. But what I they feel also like I need to go there. I know they definitely drum hold cheese my brewery's yeah. beer, so like I need yeah. to go there. But uh, what they also had was from Erie Brewing Company, and it was the maple apricot. Churro 
sour. Yeah, which <laughs> you guys have tasted, and I smelled it, and I haven't got to it yet, but it actually smells pretty fucking tasty. The name is more intense yeah. than the beer. And like we talked about it prior to like tasting it, that I said like if it's gonna be weird and out there and complex, like subtlety is going to be your best friend. And I feel you. like the maple is way more subtle. So whether it was like maybe fermented out, like through like whether well, depending on when they added it, you uh, know, it could have yeah. definitely fermented out at some point. But like the maple's, I'm barely getting it. But definitely get the apricot. Definitely get some cinnamon. I get some like like doughiness. I get some vanilla character. Uh, it's it's definitely more subtle than I was. I was terrified when you were like, "This is what it is." I'm like, yeah. "Nah, yeah." Nah. Maple, I've always found is like a really hard flavor to get to come through really well. The only beer that I've had that was like strictly maple that like almost like hurt your teeth. Was like Omnipolo's Agamemnon. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's like a 12% fucking That's, nightmare. It, and it is literally like it, it, you can like count one, two before it actually hits the bottom of your glass because right. it's just fucking syrup. <laughs> we, yeah. Um, syrup. Yeah. We did a, um, <laughs> like, at the brewery at North Country, like we did this like barrel aged um, Imperial French toast brown ale. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice because like That's the maple. That's what I was going to say. It smells but, like French toast crunch. Yeah. The yeah, cereal like, a little bit. The, the, the Maybe maple, not as maple though, as that. We, basically the barrels that we got that we put it in were whiskey barrels that then had maple aged in oh, them. Yeah. And then yeah. we got those barrels and put the beer in it. That's like what and CBS so does. It was, yeah, it was CBS super really nice. It was very nice. It was subtle. It was like, but you got the character. Mm-hmm. And I think like over that aging period that like it was so soaked into the barrel that you're just like, it's going to stay here. But I can get like how you're saying. But I think with any sort of like back sweetening or any sort of additional sugar that you're adding, you're just like also asking for some sort of refermentation. So like mm-hmm. it, yeah. I can I can see how maybe somehow the character can sometimes get lost is sure. what I'm saying. Okay. I've, I've getting done uh, in my previous life when I was actually uh, brewing beer for a living, um, did a maple beer, a maple bock one time where we actually messed with using fenugreek. As well as because fenugreek has a, a pretty strong maple flavor component to it, especially when you brew with it. Mm-hmm. So to have some of that residual maple character left over, especially from an aroma perspective, we used a little bit of fenugreek and actually went a, lo- a long way, which is super fun. So little uh, side pilot brewing <laughs> insight the there. For brew, <laughs> all, the, all those, pi- all those pilot go. brewers out, former pilot brewers out there. Um, I don't know all that shit. I just I like this beer. I that like, as well. So I'm yeah, fenugreek actually... has uh, is is uh, a lot. Of the same a lot of the same chemical components that make maple smell like maple are also in mm. fenugreek which okay. is pretty interesting um so like maple extracts that you buy okay. stuff like that oftentimes are have fenugreek as one of the ingredients but interesting this is jammier than i expected it smells yeah, yeah, like yeah. all the things we were talking about but just a little bit more of the jammy mm-hmm. like fleshy citrusy, stone yeah. fruit thing yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's a little citrusy but it's not overly powering and like, especially not for a sour, which is—it's so subtle. This is the thing: is like, why do modern brewers have to make things sound so dramatic when, like, this is actually a pretty decently balanced, subtle beer? Mm-hmm. You could have literally called it a apricot or a beer, like a churro, whatever base beer, yeah, yeah. with apricot. Because, like, when we were talking about it prior, I was like. I could make it could make sense in my brain where I'm like, yeah, churro with fruit, you know, thinking a la mode type shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. churro a la mode, add oh, some yeah. fruit. That's I'm a- fucking here but for it. But instead, you got to go like, like, it's dessert explosion 2021. Yeah, it's always, fuck it's your always face. The extreme, but I also, but I also being on that side of things where everything that you say on a can 
makes the difference. It has to be so literal now. It has yeah. to be so specific, but at the same time, appealing. And you have to use those key fucking words yeah. that people want to hear. And like, hey, sorry, spoiler <laughs> alert to the beer fans out there. Yeah, we fucking just say things sometimes just to say things. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's all there, but I'm yeah. like, the way we say it is always just like, you know, instead of saying marshmallow, say marshmallow fluff. Right. Or yeah, like yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of exactly. That's a good thing. example. That's a yeah. great example because it's like how you say it and how they hear it in other breweries mm. and that are especially like even more hype than say something else. So fucking like specific. You have to yeah. be very specific so, so in what's going on. There's a brewery and I won't name them, but they have a series of beers that rhyme with Dorbetto. <laughs> and I passed subtle. up one of those very today, honestly. Very nice. Very subtle. Yeah. We got the, that. No one got that. The, Anyone in Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think they're some of the biggest criminals, though, when it comes to putting a whole bunch of shit on the can, and then you maybe get two or three of those flavors. Yeah, it's like Spumoni, double, triple, yeah. chocolate, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna Hershey's lie, fudge. I actually, yeah. I'm kind of like... I, I, okay. When I passed the one that I saw up today, mm-hmm. I chose a blonde ale over that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that's are, me." Those are two extremes. I right. went to JR's today, and I surpa- I walked by all that, and I picked up Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Yeah, know, Amber, right, which Amber is what you're drinking right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's well, also I me. Was- I was eating a cheesy beefy from Carson Street Deli, which it, shout out to those guys. I, I fucking oh, they, love they them. They roll. I love them. Balboa is one of my favorite scenes. Oh my on God. The planet. Godfather's my other go to, yeah. by the way. But mm. I do like how you kind of lended a, a bit of aristocratic flair to it. You're like, mm, cheesy beefy. Like, you an underbite for Because I feel like I also always fuck it up. That was a totally different direction. Chuzza Buffa. You like took it to a cartoon level. That's like, yeah, way West Coast. <laughs> I had a chance of Hey, you turned into a valley girl. Meg's having an episode. We, we haven't even started talking about the movie. Meg's having an episode. Again. I am. Uh, so we, we drank some Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. I'm jumping into a, uh, a little beer here, and I'll tell you exactly why I bought it. Two, two reasons. This is... Um, Longyard Brewing in beautiful Kane, Pennsylvania. It's a beer called A Camp as a Cabin and has a little... It's because uh, you can't let go. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought, wow, this would have been a great one when we talked about Summer Camp Slashers. Also, I saw Extra Pale Ale and mm. it gave me Woo! nice feelings about uh, Summit Extra Pale Ale, which I used to drink mm. a lot back in the day. Oh my God, I think about Daisy Cutter Extra Pale Ale and I have good thoughts about that. Oh yeah, there you go, that. another one. Oh my God. So I never really had fun. this beer, don't know anything about it. Some if you want. I'm yeah, gonna shout out, out to my those Epcot. guys. Have you have you had Log Yard before? I've had a couple of their beers. I'm good at the moment. You know that is a that is a uh, a really restrained, nice, spicy little pale ale. Holy shit! Yeah, I no, think if I drank that blind, that. I'd call it like an American blonde or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's boy, you could drink a lot of that. I think that's the. Idea. Yeah, I'm gonna leave a little bit. So you yeah, can yeah, try. leave a little. Yeah, bit I have four. Yeah, There's I could, a bunch of I could uh, fuck it up. Yeah. No, I um yeah I was saying like shout out to those guys. Um, they stopped through North Country. Definitely during the pandemic. Um, so, like, we were just, like, mask on. But I got to know them. And, like, we had this connection. Like, their head brewer we used to work at Rock Bottom. And I was like, cool, sweet, cool. We all know the same people. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're brewing some really good stuff. Especially, like, Kane PA. You're like, ugh. Yeah, nothing. It's so, it's I so even know that it's is. like uh, north, Up in the Allegheny Northeast. Forest. Yeah, oh, really? Allegheny yeah. Forest. Yeah, yeah, like, Northeast. So, it. It's, like, clo- it's closer to Scranton than no. Pittsburgh, I think. Uh, no, I no, no, no. It's only, it's like... It's it's really it's actually not the far it's in our it's in like our distribution district oh, okay. so it's like 
um, from North Country. I'm trying to think. Maybe like it's definitely less closer than, to New York. Less than less <laughs> yeah. than two hours. Maybe like an hour and a half. Up near the North, New York border. Yeah, more. near okay. the New York border, near gotcha. the Allegheny Forest, but it's yep. just like slightly north and definitely a little bit east. Beautiful yep. Kane, Pennsylvania. Shout out to our deep listenership in Kane, Pennsylvania, <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, maybe we can pick up. A yeah, one. this we is a fun beer. I just had uh, a two times coffee stout from them. That oh, okay. is amazing. Nice. Like it tastes, it tastes just like black coffee. Oh, nice. Love yeah, so I, that's. The, I've had a couple things from them. I've been, I've been pretty pleased with, and they seem to have a lot of stuff in distribution. So I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be checking they're out a little bit more huge, of them. Yeah, they're definitely like pretty. Like, I think because they're in Kane, yeah, it's like distribution is like the thing. <laughs> they you have know what 15 I mean? like, local customers, and yeah, then they can yeah. send it out. Sure, it's right. like it can only go so far. And I feel like knowing like their vibe and like seeing what they're doing, like they're not just necessarily trying to make like the local pub per mm-hmm. se. Yeah, which I think could definitely be an okay thing. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, I think they're trying to branch out and build a better name for themselves. So obviously, distribution in that sort of neighborhood is uh, yeah, huge. Pretty, pretty tasty. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, no, I'm Speaking of tasty, we got a couple little snackies here, too, that I wanted Aww. to try before we get into the... We've got a lot of orders Aww. of business we didn't realize here. So last time around, we had some spooky snacks, and we had some spicy snacks. And I like that theme, especially for Halloween. So I got ourselves some spooky snacks and some spicy snacks. This one are the, the Franken-cup, uh, I think is what they're called, right? Yeah. Um, Reese's cups that are green on the bottom um which i'm going to take a little picky of here and and we'll give it a give them a try these were new last year i think so these were around last year um but help yourselves if you guys feel so inclined i'm going to give it a little try paleo is really good no i got into it (laughs) that is um yeah, I'm definitely just white chocolate snacks with an x by the way i just want to let you know that this makes it more extreme yeah um so so we're experiencing some some franken cups I also got some spicy stuff, mostly because I couldn't find Meg Necco wafers. So I want to um, listen. I want to challenge her on the spicy stuff. Yes, please, please. Let's come after you. Bought two things that are spicy yes. that I'm very excited about. So I'm going to start with the sweet though. Maybe yeah. I should save the sweet for. That's in why I went half of it instead okay. of doing my whole just munch the entire Reese's cup. Um, we've got fiery chili limon. Uh, flavored Pocky chips, which some of the Pocky mm. chips fuck you up. Yes. So I'm in- interested to try these. This so, one no, appears to be one less than full bore, yeah. according to the back of the... That's how I took it, so I thought it was a warm-up for what we have next. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> was, was I was telling the guys, too, before I was like, well, uh, ooh, I got a nice good... This is a perfect size chip for me. Um, that, like, I love... Like, Meg if suffers I'm, if from I'm doing... small mouth. I don't know if you guys mentioned that. She has <laughs> her tiny mouth. She needs small <laughs> chips. She needs small chips. <laughs> her, her, the diameter of uh, her mouth <laughs> is an inch and a half. So This Reese's is melting in my hands, guys. Um, no, I oh, fucking love chili lime related things. Know. Like, if I'm going time, like, and if I see chili lime, I'm like, that's it. That's what I'm eating, you know? Builds it builds a little bit compared to the ghost pepper ones we talked about last time. Not like not even the same yeah. realm. It it actually has like a little bit of like almost an Asian like spice to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. I, I like that. Um, you could sit no, and eat a whole mess of those without them really fucking. Up too much. Oh yeah, no, I'm into it. Now the other thing. Oh my god, this is moving. The Reese's is moving. I need to eat more. <laughs> this is the other thing. As you recall, if you listened to last episode, we talked about our collective love for. Uh, 
uh, gas station wet meats, which is to say some sort of little package with a weird slippery meat product in it. <laughs> and, it's red and pickled. <laughs> yeah. So I got the extra hot Tijuana Mama pickled sausage. Uh, and Jesus Christ, is it sexy? Look at that thing. Um, it's just so wet. It's so slippery. Um, it's here's what really sold me on it. It says three hundred. Okay, never mind. Three hundred percent. I said it three hundred times. Oh, I'll be okay. honest with you. I got real excited. Three hundred percent hotter than their, I guess, regular Big Mama sausage. I don't know. I am going to crack into this. I'm going to move my mic here a little bit. I'm going to crack into this, and I did bring a knife for service. Unless one of you guys wants to lady in the tramp this with me. I'm good. <laughs> I feel good. Like, I'm ready to lady and tramp this with you. I feel like. But I also am like really appreciative of the charcuterie-esque. Like I feel like I need to now this have is, these. I mean, I'm not a professional charcuterie board maker, but I think that I have a chance based on, based on what you're looking at here. So I'm going to try one of these bad boys. I'm going to smell it first. <laughs> it smells like pickled sausage. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, I used to eat a shitload of these when mm -hmm. I was working for a delivery service. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to deliver auto parts, so I ate a lot of sheets and a lot of gas station food, and just especially late at night and early in the morning. And sometimes you just need something like that that'll just like, I don't know, pop you. And yeah, <laughs> holy moly. I'm not going to lie. That's fucking delicious, first of all. And it is, it's not fuck your life up spicy but it's legit oh okay it's legit Ew. then i might I like, have to get some <laughs> i like that i like that. i am going to fuck this up in a Ooh, ooh, ooh. that's nice look and i'm gonna f i'm gonna follow it with this here remaining reese's cup just to be a straight <laughs> garbage person that is not a good combination i'm going with the reese's cup with that yeah pickled peanut butter great mm, yeah <laughs> i do like peanut butter and pickle sandwiches so okay. i thought that might be nice this, oh, is, bad. this is a lot of shit um <laughs> you're at meg's having problems <laughs> meg didn't um, even eat the whole thing her she, she she took a bite and her posture changed immediately <laughs> yeah. she was like mm, mm, things are getting serious she had to put her phone down she had to start like she put her phone down dabbing for sweat she's, she's changing colors on a scale of but she is she's committing she's licking her fingers no i'm a tijuana mama at heart <laughs> <laughs> like like I, <laughs> when I go to the gas station, your face is saying one thing, so your eyes are saying something else. <laughs> your face is smiling and laughing. Your eyes are saying, "Help me." This yeah. is really hot. It's really hot. Um, I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a mama? I don't love it. <laughs> Oh my god, she's like she's like Spider Man. She got bit by a Tijuana mama and she yeah. got turned into a Tijuana mama, but she doesn't love it. It's a blessing as well as a curse. Um, um, no, no. I am one of those people who goes to the gas station and I always go for these pickled wieners. Like, I'm a wiener lady. We yeah, know this. They're delicious. We understand this now. So, uh, that though. Was well, it's three hundred times or three hundred percent spicier than your normal time, fare. Yeah, as hot as it was, I want more of the pickle. Like I, it was want, good. I want it was good. One. I'm gonna cut these into smaller pieces so we can share as as we see fit. If you start to fall asleep during the discussion of uh, head of the family, apparently we are gonna talk about a movie tonight. I promise. Um, you could jump. Look, she's going back in. She's a glutton for punishment. She really needed the, like the end the, piece. The yeah, pickle yeah. aspect is 
so good. I know that that the acidity, the tanginess, boy, mm. of that tea wine. Oh I mean, it goes really good with that beer. And too, I'm trying. So. Yeah, trying to love does. hot shit, you know. Um, all right, we've got all the uh, the the topic picking, the beer talk, the wet meat talk out of the way. Let's get into this damn movie. Hell yeah! So he- head of the family, like I said, full moon feature, directed by the great Charles Band, uh, man who's responsible for. An enormous amount of, of movies under under the full moon banner. Won't talk too much about it because we'll probably do a full moon episode at some point. Uh, but suffice to say, man, if you were around the late 80s through really today, right, they're still cranking out movies. Um, he is just one of the all time kings of 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 low budget horror. <laughs> Maggie yeah. seeing double. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, like I'm, she just did I'm, one of those cartoon like, like rub your I eyes and go to <laughs> rub my eyes because my eyes are warm. got some like, real Wheeler really eyes going. At the moment. Yeah, she's she's really, Wheeler I'm right like now from this warm. movie. Does anyone have a fan? <laughs> Can I get a fan? Let's just go outside and just run through the sprinkler um, or take a dip in the pool. But um, yeah, so so we were talking about it. It seemed to me, for whatever reason. Friends that I talked to are into horror. You either grew up a full moon, uh, who are around my age, so mm-hmm. I'm mid thirties, right? Um, we're all in in the same ballpark here. It, you either grew up a full moon fan or a trauma fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, you were both. You mentioned, yeah, I was both and a Roger Corman kid. So yeah. like, I I did everything and Godzilla. So I don't know. I was my head was full of garbage by the time I was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. I don't know why. Like it was so this movie. Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, those were two of the first movies, and then some Roger Corman stuff as well. Um, I, I don't know, Roger Corman, did he do Blackula? Is that that's not Roger Corman? Um, I don't think so. No. no, I think that's just kind of an independent exploitation. Because I remember like some of those seventies era exploitation films, as well as like nineties full moon features. That was for me yeah. a big like intro into low budget horror because the the the, the, the corman that would have hit with us yeah. is carnosaur oh yeah uh, so that was on my radar way way later yeah way way later so um in any case you know i i was definitely not only because they were at the local blockbuster but for whatever reason uh some of my friends had some of these on vhs so it was like this was like the sleepover you know you're gonna drink too much mountain dew play golden eye and then fall asleep <laughs> to a to a, a full moon feature so um, this is one that I remember really early on, and then my brother, my cousin, and I ended up renting this uh, a million times after that, and still quote it to this day. If I text my brother, my cousin, "Holy shit, you got some big eyes, brother!" <laughs> they will immediately know what I'm talking about. Um, so, uh, yeah, this was one of the ones we we rented, in, uh, you know, initially because of the box art, um, and and then kind of fell in love with. So, um, I love right off the bat, goofy, spooky string music. <laughs> right off the bat during the credit sequence. I know. I, I, I made sequence. a note about that, that it was like, it was super fun, but like you could feel this mischievousness is like my mischievous is a great note. word. Yeah. It, it literally starts like a dollar general Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause you're seeing this big Victorian house. Right. Um, and then you have this, this whimsical, it's whimsical, but spooky, but yeah, also yeah, like yeah. suction cup Foley sounds yeah. like this Foley work in the back has a bunch of like, like weird suction cup noises, yeah, um, and 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 some like uh, some definitely some washboard going on in there. It's just really really bizarre, and you can tell you're in for something weird and goofy 
and potentially pretty spooky. So I I, I I kind of forgot how cool that music was at the beginning. But you immediately see these three kind of like dead-eyed weirdos coming out of the house. I um, immediately wrote a note being like, I was like, <laughs> these characters are like a stoic house of a thousand corpses <laughs> yeah. vibe. Yeah. I was like, if Rob Zombie was like from Kentucky, but also from outer space, like that was immediately what was going on in my mind. Yeah, what, what one of them's even named them. Otis. What? Yeah. Because Otis Driftwood was Bill Mosley. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, and then my other comment was like, I don't know if they're like, obviously you're kind of mentioning there might be some weird connection. I'm like the connection between the idea of Otis, like this name yeah. Otis. I'm like, why does every spooky film have a fucking weird it's older a good brother named Otis? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's good super good. Name. But, this, but he's not like, really a hillbilly here. He's, he's kind not, of a weird are southern a blue, blue yeah. blood yeah. to yeah. a certain extent. But the pretty girls. In any mm-hmm. case, you see these three who, who you find out to be. Um, uh, what you think are triplets at the time or or siblings in some capacity. There's Otis, who's this big, like, hulking guy. You see He-Man, Wheel- He-Man. Yeah. yeah. He is literally well, he's got the hair, He-Man. too. He's right. got the He-Man hair. <laughs> yeah. He's like He-Man that's like... M- has some sort of like chromosomal problem. He, he, looks, he looks like if the director Neil Breen turned into the Hulk. <laughs> if Neil Breen turned into the Hulk, he would look like Otis. You're very much right. That's great. That's I was trying to think what he looks like. That's way better than what I came up with. Um, and then you see Wheeler. Wheeler, you don't know anything about him yet. Mm-hmm. So I won't really, you know, he has sunglasses on. Again, they're all very, very quiet. And then, of course, you see the the third sibling, which you don't know their name yet, but she, her name's Ernestina. And she's like very like what you would expect from, you know, not to be derogatory, but like mid 90s porn star kind of look to her. Yes. And she's she is uh, she's definitely putting that out there. That's kind of that's kind of her 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 role. And she's they're coming out of this Victorian house. Right. So um, immediately you you cut. That's all you know. You don't see anything else. They don't say a word. And you immediately cut to this diner and you start to get to know the rest of the cast of characters. So Howard, right off the bat, he's established as this local kind of badass criminal asshole that everyone hates but is also scared of. And then you see his his wife. uh, Are they married? Yeah, they're married. I I was going to say they suggest it. Uh, Loretta is her name. Yeah, I had a comment about Howard because, like, one of his early comments was that he <laughs> uh, was a big old turd in a small toilet, <laughs> yeah. which uh, instantly made me feel like if I ever feel like a little fish in a bay or a big fish in a little pond or something, I'm like, yeah. that's the phrasing I'm going to use from now. That on. is how eloquent <laughs> like, Howard is. Like, 110 percent is like the best. Yeah, he's talking to Susie, who is who's the, uh, the 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 waitress at the at the diner, and he says, "You know, Susie, sometimes I feel like a big old turd in a small toilet." Um, he's quite an, quite an eloquent eloquent guy. Um, so immediately he starts kind of insulting his wife Loretta, you know, calling her all these derogatory, like cutesy, but at the same time very derogatory, mean names. He went and saying, after her weight real fast. And yeah, saying lot. like you're eating <laughs> too like, you're much. Fat. I'm like. Fuck you. They establish him as he's just, listen, he is an absolute prick. You are meant to hate this guy right oh, you off hate the bat. He's a drug dealer, an extortionist, violent, and also has real right-wing tendencies towards women. <laughs> yes. And that he respects fidelity of marriage, but also you're fat and shut up. Good point. Right. Well, Very he good also, point. Like, I feel like, I don't know if you're going to like even touch on this, but like the next thing, she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, oh, what are you going to do in there? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, you literally just called yourself a, like, a big turd in a yeah. little yeah, toilet. He's like, don't talk. Why don't like, you tell everyone? Why do you whatever. need to shut the fuck well, up? Yeah. And on that same vein, he also corrects her for swearing. Yes. yes. So Watch like, she, yes. she can't 
can't swear. She can't talk about bathroom stuff, but the, he's like threatening people and calling himself a turd oh, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. loudly in a public space. Yes. Yeah, just an we absolute irredeemable I prick. Fucking, we all hate Most him. Most unlikable I'm person talk immediately. I'm going to everyone here and say we hate him. Yeah, Howard's a prick. Every, you're definitely like set up like Howard's a prick. Everyone hates him. That that's going to come back around, right? Um, then the, the stack pools you come to learn uh, those three folks that we saw in the opening uh, scene. They walk in and the whole town kind of gawks at them. You know, they are are absolutely the kind of the local weirdos that everyone is, at, you know, whispering about and staring at. They're almost like kind of zombies to a certain extent, where they just kind of like mm-hmm. walk wide eyed, yeah. slack jawed until they walk up and Wheeler just says to them, "Groceries." Um, and then they kind of tell, this is obviously a, a normal occurrence. Howard kind of further established himself as an absolute and total dickweed by referring to Ernestina in an incredibly derogatory manner. Um, I didn't write down what he said, but he not only used some pretty inappropriate language uh, about people with learning disabilities and things like that, but also, uh, yeah, just an absolute prick. Um, he definitely established that he wanted to bang her in the same. I was just like, your wife? Yeah. yeah. Your wife? There's a big old double standard in Howard's oh, world. Every, that's every that's every for ounce. sure. So Lance, he's the proprietor of this diner. So he explains, you know, kind of in a discussion with Howard, like, hey, you got to go through Ernest, or I'm sorry, uh, Otis, who's who's the big guy to get to Ernestina. Howard, you know, kind of fronts like, I, I, you don't think I'll fight that big lug or whatever. And he's obviously scared of him, kind of everybody is. So. You know, we talked about Loretta goes to the bathroom and he, you know, they have this exchange. But instead of going to the bathroom, she's immediately you find out she's kind of rendezvousing in the back room with Lance. And, and this is a reoccurring thing. They're they're going to Always. the bone zone immediately. Yeah. All um, the time. And they're doing this. Oh, this is a reoccurring thing where they're they're constantly boning um, and then having just like full on conversations. Oh, yeah. As yeah. Happening. I don't think I've ever banged someone and had those type of in-depth <laughs> conversations in any way, shape or form. The first and but all. no, like, but it's a great way to advance the plot of it, your boring really movie. Is. It's, it's like you have so much exposition while this is happening, and it seems like oddly natural, even though it's the most unnatural conversation in the world, like mid coitus. Yeah. Um, but there, this they're... might be a good experiment, though. Yeah. <laughs> a... This is how you test a significant other if they can't have just a full blown conversation, then they're not. Can for you, you stay horny while talking about going to pick up the kids? Well, at first. <laughs> they're like de- definitely doing this kind of like a you know uh, um role playing yeah. i would assume it's like kind of a gone with the wind thing because he's calling her scarlet right um and it's this kind of weird role playing thing but later on they're just having like debates right. about what they're gonna do in the you know the <laughs> they're rest plotting of the they're planning <laughs> right so so uh pretty quickly you know they're doing this whole like dirty talk thing that's gone with the wind he keeps calling her scarlet or she wants him to call her scarlet whatever um and then howard immediately he's kind of getting like impatient uh the other thing you quickly realize is lance kind of gets off on her talking shit on howard um, <laughs> yeah. and they are loud as yeah. hell they're screaming but of course howard is dumb as fuck and and is like so assured in in his in his persona that she would never ever cheat on him oh, yeah. right. kind of thing so she he doesn't suspect anything although they're worried that that's the case so howard like asks to see lance and they're like oh god 
is this it? Like, does he know kind of thing? But then it's just based because Howard's sitting in a booth in his restaurant cleaning a handgun or, or assembling a handgun, yeah, yeah. which is a red flag. If a customer is doing that in your establishment, <laughs> you should immediately ask them to leave. Um, but so that's he, just Howard, though. Yeah, it's just Howard, just assembling Howard a handgun, handgun, you know, eating some cottage cheese or whatever in the diner. I see that all the time in Butler County, you know. Like. <laughs> that is the they call that the Butler County appetizer for that reason. Butler County bread. Stick. It's a nine millimeter. Butler County <laughs> breadstick. Oh my god! But so um, he has this kind of proposition for Lance. He, he essentially he's running an extortion racket, right? So he's he's he wants Lance to be his partner, but all he's doing is like basically saying, yeah. "You pay me protection money, and and you know, and fuck off." It's, it's not even protection money. It's just pay me or else. It's just extortion. <laughs> like, yeah, it's protection yeah, right. money is like we'll protect you from other gangs. There is no, no other game. It's just yeah, there's Howard. no threat that we <laughs> yeah. see at all. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so uh, fast forward, Lorette and Lance are kind of banging in the back of his car as they are plotting Howard's murder, which is like pretty dark. They play yeah. everything very much as like a joke, but they're talking about how they're going to murder her husband mm-hmm. while banging. Yeah, like that's 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 pretty dark. But um, everything really throughout the bounce of the movie is is played in this very like almost lighthearted almost to a point where it feels like there's no consequences like a dreamlike kind of again, thing again it's the whimsy music I yes am so <laughs> i'm so curious about your perspective from when apparently you saw this as a younger person yeah i was pretty now i was like <laughs> how did you see this then to now and you're like i get this i thing. mean it obviously you know, completely fucked up and skewed um the first 15 years of my um sexual history um <laughs> no i'm just kidding but it but it, it, it definitely was like as a kid you're not really thinking how ridiculous it sure, is you're sure. just like this is a ridiculous movie this is how it happens like you're not yeah. picking it apart or anything like that you're, and and also when you're 10 you're kind of like maybe adults do act like this <laughs> you don't really know for sure um, maybe they bang a lot yeah like, the only no. time like this was the closest thing you know maybe i i probably stole a playboy from my uh my uncle's garage maybe before this but this was about the first time i saw like what is equivalent the equivalent of like softcore pornography yeah. <laughs> um in, in this movie this is pretty hardcore I yeah like i mean time. there's no <laughs> listen i didn't want to get into this but there's no penetration <laughs> so right. it's not hardcore but, but there, there is some merkin work so there is some mer- <laughs> i love it that is a beer name that is a band name that's an album name tm Halloween is forever TM Merkin work. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, they, they kind of get a look while doing this. They're in the car. They get a look of what the Stackpole's scheme is, which is they pull this fence across the road and it has a sign kind of suggesting there's a detour. Unexpected drivers go off there. Um, they get pulled up to the Stackpole's house, probably ask for directions. They 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 assault them, beat them up, capture them, do whatever, take them into the Stackpole's house for, for their, uh, their experiments. So this guy in the pickup truck kind of falls, falls victim to that. Um, the quote I wrote down that Lance, I thought was pretty good. Is, That's some sort of weird bullshit. That's what that is. <laughs> when he says something Wait, to which the is so, Like, here's the thing, that fence, it doesn't even go across the entirety of the road. No, you could go around it. You could literally see like part of the road and that the road continues. And it wasn't even like construction signs. Yeah. It was just a fence with ivy and then a like a little arrow. Yeah. Lance, was has, he, Lance has these interesting quotes, I feel like, throughout the entire movie where he like 
almost pauses in a moment, like to like think about it, and then just says the most ridiculous thing that you you're like, no, you could have said this, and that would have totally made way more sense. He's but oddly, you're like, you're like overly descriptive. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. kind of I don't know why I love the dialogue in this movie. It's oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. weird. I, I feel like that's what keeps you like. That's where I'm talking about the humor. I'm like, yeah. that's where it comes from. It's very like, unnatural. It almost so feels awkward. like a uh, like a Laurel and Hardy type, or not Laurel and Hardy, uh, Abbott and Costello yeah. type mm. of way of talking. Yeah. To each other, I don't know why it just like kind of struck, struck that chord for me. It it also has like it like you could take out the parts of this. I'll meet this wet meat. Hold on. <laughs> well, we're, well, Brian eats his wet meat. Uh, the, um, you could. You want to hear me like? Um, <laughs> no, um, people don't okay, like that. Okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> but you could take you could take the parts of the plotting of like the murder plot and the lawyer double crosses and things like that. You could remove that from the sci-fi horror element of this film. Yeah. And like, just put it in any other normal film of like, like extortion and plotting and murder. Yeah. So that's why it comes across as just like this small scale, like it's it, it's weird. The, small town drama yeah, kind of mystery drama. thing, right? Yeah. And it definitely feels like it could have been like a TV episode. In that, like, this is just one of the things the Stackpoles had to deal with. Yeah. Like it, it, like this is their. Uh, this could have been an episode to a series, right? Yeah, this is their villain. The of, yeah, this is their villain of the week of double crossing Lance and his, you know, like con man schemes. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely. That's that's a great point. It feels like a weird little kind of '90s sitcom episode yeah. or something like that. Um, but it's like kind of oddly well written. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I yeah, I, no, I, I, the I, story I, just holds up. It but, does. It, yeah. it, it's it's bizarre. It's uh, it's a little convoluted. Yeah. But it does hold up, in especially that, at the end. It starts to get a little, yeah. But I, I agree. It, it, yeah, it's so it's so bizarrely, yeah, well written for like soft, soft core porn and like believable <laughs> in a yeah. strange way. Yeah, because yeah, again, it's all small scale. Like yeah. everything that Lance does, it, it's the stuff that the stack pulls are into of like trying to drill out people's brains and yeah. you know make mind controlled zombies and things like that that's mm. the but that's not the main part that's not the main story it's just no. a small town drama yeah small town drama guys <laughs> small town hillbilly con man <laughs> shit that's like okay yeah so so yeah so so just to kind of elaborate on that what he does is he sees the this motorist gets murdered realizes that this is a thing the stack pulls do and he comes up with this idea of hey he's going to blackmail the stack pulls and it, they kind of he could have got back into the to the car and immediately like blabbed his whole plan to Loretta, but he kind of like keeps it yeah. know, just a weird, odd level of restraint for for a movie like this. Um, the first thing you hear um, when when this like motorist or whatever you know is kind of being abducted, and you you fast forward to or or you jump cut to this basement, and it's like a. It's like a weird uh, dungeon full of victims who have ho- obviously, you know, fallen victim to this this ploy that the Stackpoles have, um, and they're all kind of a- alive, but they're kind of like seem to have been lobotomized in some capacity. There's a woman who is just repeating the word "snow" over and over again, and you hear this off-screen voice say, m- "Mention the fact that I've done this. Don't worry, I've done this many times, or whatever." So Lance is very much kind of walking on air the next day. He's feeling very cocky. He's got his like pearl button shirt mm. on. Um, he's he's got this foolproof plan, and he approaches the stack pools in town. They just say "fuck off," ignore him. He just completely blabs the whole blackmail scheme to them right on the street um and uh basically says like 
we're going to have to talk about this eventually, you bastards, kind of thing. <laughs> Cut to Lance in what looks like a motel room bed that if you put a quarter in, it would vibrate, yeah. kind of thing, wearing blue silk pajamas, and Otis just walks in his room like it's a fucking dorm door right. room. Like, hey, what's up? Walks in a room, snatches his ass up. He always has up. that vibe. Like, he's yeah. just here to party all the time. Yeah, I'm just walking in. You left it open. I'm coming in to party. So Otis snatches his ass up, takes him to the Stackpole's house. And, and this is where the quote of the movie happens. He walks in. He becomes acquainted with the Stackpole siblings, the first three that you've already seen. Wheeler, who has had sunglasses on up until this point, turns around. He's got these giant prosthetic bulging eyeballs. Oh, yeah. um, Super good. And that's where you get the, holy shit, them some big eyes, brother. <laughs> and that's my favorite movie. Favorite quote of the whole that's fucking movie. That's how Hulk Hogan was born. He heard brother and he's like, yeah, let's <laughs> The character oh. is based on this movie. I, I've heard that. Um but uh, yeah, so, so great. So so then he gets introduced to the fourth Stackpole sibling. They're quadruplets. You find out his name's Myron. He's basically a giant head with tiny arms in a wheelchair. Uh, you learn that he's basically, you know, the the uh, he's controlled. He controls his siblings telepathically. It literally controls their body. So it's like <laughs> one brain, four bodies kind of thing. Um and he describes that, you know, Otis is super strong. Wheeler has crazy senses, you know, sight, smell, uh, uh, and uh, and hearing. And then um, they never really explicitly say, but Ernestina, you come to realize she has some sort of like um, intoxicating, like sex appeal kind of thing that she's irresistible. But they never really explain it. He's always like very vague about it. Um, he doesn't really spell it out, but so Myron's brain can can control them. Um, you know, Lance does this whole really entertaining hypothetical explanation that suppose that a guy saw something happen. You know, he kind of <laughs> takes this very like coy approach to it, and Myron is getting more and more pissed when he realizes that he's kind of got him over a barrel. Um, so he talks about how he's got a he brought up a random lawyer, called him, wrote him a letter, said that if anything happens to me, I'm going to check in periodically. Um, you know, and if that doesn't happen uh, on schedule every day, week, whatever, you're going to send this letter off to the state attorney's office that explains what the stack pools are doing. You know, in exchange for his silence, he wants him to kill Howard. So blackmailing him into killing Loretta's husband. Yeah. Um, it's just like oddly well thought out. Yeah. And you find yourself sympathizing with Myron right off the bat a little bit. A little bit. Like, mm. What do you do? How, okay, where, how are you going to catch it? And you realize there's plenty of holes to be you know, brought up in this. But mm. just like Lance is so confident in his explanation. And up to this point, you thought he was an absolute dumbass pushover. So you're kind of like impressed by it. But you're, yeah, it's, 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 it's such a strange exchange. Um, Meyer explains, you know, he does brain surgery experiments. You know, he's looking for a body to put his brain in, mm -hmm. which that's the only thing. That never really comes around. No. No, no not at all. Which, which, again, is why it feels more like a series. Yeah. Because, like, that would be, like, the long-running thing within the series. Sure. That Myron's always trying to put his brain in, like... You know, find find things for his family to just be normal. And he actually explains, like, I'm looking for a body that can deal with my intellect or whatever. Yeah. But then nothing ever happens apart from just, like, yeah, experiments are I, insinuated. Well, I almost feel like it has this, like, emotional aspect. Yes, leave it to Mike to bring, oh, emotions. Into the world. Um, <laughs> I love it, your impression of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Meg. <laughs> But I feel like I almost like even you hear like hearing in some kind of conversation where 
I think like Myron like always has this battle between wanting to have this like love and he like loves his life and loves who he is. Also, he like understands the destruction of things and how he knows he needs to like to keep the family together and to, like keep the name going. He needs to have his brain moved. You is know there what I mean? a novel of this that I'm not aware <laughs> of? <laughs> no, but I almost like I feel like I, these like I'm, a six I'm part reading, YA series. <laughs> like reading between lines on things, where I'm like, I almost get this vibe that it's like. He doesn't ever want to do it because a is, a is probably a narcissist. Let's be real. Well, but Let's also be real. he is kind of but just it, like kind of trying to keep the status quo a little bit. Yeah, like his quality yeah. of life, and he's been right. dealt a weird hand and, and all like, that stuff. But I but I think like when you sometimes you have that dichotomy of like he like him going back and forth between like the love aspect that he does like he talks about he's like oh i just wanted someone to love me blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and like going back he's like he he see there's like that balance where if you never can get to the right place where the right thing happens you're it, you know it, the right thing's never going to happen right yeah yeah okay i'm done, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> i love the the character the in-depth character yeah. assessment on myron um no that's that's fantastic but that's how you felt no, no I, right. like, he is like an oddly sympathetic character <laughs> in a is, weird way. Yeah, um, like Lance and him, it's like a battle of wits almost. Like, there's right. no clear good guy versus bad guy. It's very ambiguous. Well, everybody's unlikable. Yeah, that's kind of true. Like, like even Loretta. How, like, how, yeah, she's Howard, super opportunistic. Oh, she's, yeah. super opportunistic. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Like yeah. Howard, Howard is the most unlikable because he's a legit violent criminal that's like you know taking over a town. And they suggest a murderer too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he most definitely is probably so. Yeah, he's the most unlikable, but then everybody else is. Does he still have a motorcycle? Because he seems like a guy that's. Yes, a they even say, does. "Is that the boy who rides the Harley around yeah. town?" Like Mark <laughs> Myron says something like that. Um, but yeah, so so again, another full conversation. While fucking Lance explains, he's going to go through with it. Right, he he's got a plan. He's going to take care of Howard. Make sure. You know, Loretta has an alibi. So the next night, Ernest incredibly simply uses uh, or Myron uses Ernestina to lure Howard to Otis and Otis just snatches his ass up. I mean, the whole thing takes 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, You know, you think it'd be a little bit more climactic, but not not necessarily. Myron calls Howard to confirm. I'm sorry calls Lance to confirm it's been taken care of. Um, I do love the weird zoom effect at that point on, on Myron. That's like one of my favorite scenes. Um, but he, he Lance explains to Loretta what happened and he talks about this is just phase one. He's going to get greedy. He's going to start the um, <laughs> one of my favorite things. He's talking about how he's going to now take it to phase two, which means he's going to extort the stack pools for money. And he's like, they got all, you know, they're rich, blah, blah, blah. They got the oil, gas, coal, all that flammable shit <laughs> i love that i love that quote like in one moment lance is an absolute dumbass and right. another quote he's like a criminal mastermind or like blackmail mastermind so he's like the most street smart hillbilly is yes all it he's is very it's just street like, smart like yeah. he gets it but he just i don't know he's too stupid to really like and, excel. and the way he verbalizes it is so like just charmingly mm-hmm. like kind of white trash but he, he i and i had to look it up but i also have in my notes again He's the Dollar General Sawyer from Lost. <laughs> okay. I've only seen a couple episodes. I know who Sawyer is, but yeah. yeah I, I, it just for anybody who remembers that character, he looks so much like him. I had to look up. I was like, is this like his first role? Like, did I? How old is that guy? I thought he was, <laughs> went from full moon features to the number one t- yeah. show on TV. 
that we all still hate today. Thank you. Thank you, Lost. We are all still upset about this. The wounds are still fresh. Um, so so um, long story short, you know, Lance kind of explains to Myron how he's going to do blackmail round two, you know, uh, and he wants money from them. This goes on for some indeterminate amount of time, but Lance is getting really cocky. Myron kind of vows to catch Lance when he slips up, so he sends... Wheeler to to basically, you know, spy on him. Mm -hmm. But he's just standing in the alley hearing Lance and Loretta. He now knows that, you know, why he wanted to get rid of Howard, that they're in a relationship. And and here's Lance's password with his lawyer, which he calls them up and says, this is just me checking in. And he's (laughs) like, how does he say? He's like, what was the name of your mother's dog or whatever? He's like, the name of that dog is like, he explains the whole thing. It's such a... Perfect. The name yeah. of that dog, which is my password, is <laughs> Ernest P. Resley. <laughs> um, and and then, then and then of course you know Myron hears it through Wheeler, and he's like, I got the son of a bitch. Then there's a real unnecessary scene of Ernest feeding Myron soup. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> slurping yeah. up the soup. No, it's real I think gross. it definitely plays. It definitely was necessary. It was it's like, it's it necessary need, to show how infirmed he is and yeah, how in need of a real body. Yeah. That's true. He that's true. It. I was going to say necessary to see how much he likes soup. Legit though, I you know what I'm looking for in my future husband is someone who will feed me soup like I that. I was going to say someone who digs <laughs> just really appreciates a good bowl of soup. Um, that's extremely important to me. That will feed it to me. Also, he really. Really, what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> also, he really enjoys puns. He really enjoyed that Elvis P. Resley. <laughs> he did. He chuckled. He liked yeah, he's it. He's like, ha ha, I get it. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> so, um, so Otis and Wheeler, they, they hear the name of the lawyer. They are, uh, they're off and running. They go to the lawyer's office. Otis delivers an equivalent punch as Mike from Uninvited yes. <laughs> to the receptionist in the office of the lawyer. And also looks a little bit like George Kennedy, but <laughs> he not... Does. Yeah. He has the same body build. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but but like, imagine Otis 20 years later. Right. That's Mike. He turns yeah. out to be Mike. Um, I assume this is all one big cinematic universe. Um, <laughs> Otis, you, this is when you first see Otis has a soft spot for... Uh, for pretty ladies, like yeah. you f- start to see, like this is this is gonna come back around. This is gonna be his uh, Myron's uh, Achilles heel to some extent. Um, he does a scene where he breaks the lawyer's fingers until he gives him the letter, and then demands copies and breaks his fingers until they're con- content that there is no more copies. Then just snaps his neck, yeah, uh, which is fairly brutal. I thought, like, yeah, there was nothing like that up until that. But that's not true. There were zombies in the basement and whatever. Yeah, but there was weird, yeah, lobotomy victims. But... Yeah, you just didn't expect them to just snap the lawyer's neck in the middle of his office right <laughs> for for not no reason but you get the idea um not no reason not no it wasn't not no reason <laughs> um more mid-coitus pillow talk you know with lance loretta lance proposes to her I was yada, like, yada. do they literally not talk outside of sex because i mean no. like no. they I like literally having... can't be around each other within for five seconds without fucking so all conversation yeah. has to happen while do you think they eat full meals while fucking I... do i feel like <laughs> People just like bring them each course. Like I'm here for this. Like, yeah, I, wow. I imagine actually, just like eating actually, eating TV I'm here dinners. For this. I'm here for this. <laughs> um, Myron, uh, you know, calls Lance, tells him to expect a delivery tonight, um, and it's Ernestina. She comes in, 
she pops her top top off pretty quick. Licks his feet weirdly for a couple yeah. of seconds. It gets a little awkward. I mean, for uh, the lack of dong, she has nice boobs. Like, I mean, I have to d- have to judge yeah, something. Yeah, there's no there's there's no there's no wiener. You kind of think at this point there might be you know a full on kind of sex scene, but it's pretty tame. It's they stay it's very soft tame. core with it. But anyway, so they start boning. Except for her. Except for except for Loretta, like. She's yeah, naked. well, you do get full frontal, like, all, yeah, like, with all. with Loretta, um, but the uh, so the so Otis just kind of comes in mid coitus and slugs him. It's it's a great shot because <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's yeah, on yeah, his yeah. lap. Yeah, it's it's camera pan it's camera tilted up at Loretta yeah. or at Ernestina on top, yeah. and then she kind of leans down like she's going to kiss Lance, and yeah. you're in the POV of Lance. So as she comes down, Otis is behind her. Yeah. And then she, Otis punches the camera. <laughs> the she fist comes looks, right through. Yeah. It's but a she good almost shot. like looks like upset throughout it though. Like if I like everyone as, as, as well she should. And so <laughs> well I I wanted I wanted to take a little pause at this scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because previously we've already established that Myron is in control of all his siblings. Oh yeah. And right. this is in, in some like, weird implications here. There's a weird implication that he mind controls his hot sister. To do sexy things. And so he's yeah. already told Lance this. So when Ernestina starts coming on to Lance and starts doing sexual things with him, why did Lance not remember that and go, oh, wait, that big head is in control right now? No, do that, you legit want me to answer that question? I think there's something. So so I came to realize, like at this point, I was like, okay, it's because at this point, I was under the impression her level of sexual prowess the pheromones or whatever so like is super natural ivy. yeah it okay. is. but point, later my assumption was that dudes are dumb and they don't remember anything well that ultimately okay, ends up I am being definitely the case, putting myself in a corner right no now. no gone. you are 100 right and later lance proves your theory correct because yeah. at this moment you're like oh no it's some supernatural thing he can't control it yeah. but then later which we'll get to after myron is already dead or incapacitated he still falls for ernestina again oh yeah and right, ultimately yeah, yeah. it is his d- demise i'm getting ahead of myself yeah. but um so otis uh, abducts loretta as well and you get again another glimpse of otis has a soft spot for loretta um so now they cut to stack poles basement dungeon um lance is hanging upside down loretta's is is there as well lance explains that hey there's a second lawyer and he's very confident he doesn't care he's upside down on a kind of torture slab and he doesn't give a shit because he thinks he still has Myron by the by the curlies right so Myron says he's going to torture him until he gets the other lawyer's name and Lance just says I'm just going to not tell you you know what I mean so kill me if you have to whatever but I'm not going to tell you it's my only bargaining chip and Loretta plays tries to play the uh, I'm attracted to big brains card you know and Myron (laughs) seems to fall for it for a while and I noticed the more Myron falls for it the more his southern accent comes out. Did you notice that? I I never felt like he was falling for it at one point. It all sounded so sarcastic to me. I was ready for him to go, J-K-F-U. But then he kind of doesn't I, I still uh, don't know when he, he still, was he, does. he that totally was, that does. moment yeah. was when I was having that like he has this internal conflict he is, <laughs> let's talk about emotions y'all let's fucking do it no this is where I saw the dichotomy is like where he could possibly fall for someone that like made him feel because he was lacking with his wife which is what we then fucking learn that yeah. he like has it apparently she's a weather girl okay go on you'll go on to that um but no 
Wait, what? 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 He's like, oh, so and so keeps saying girl? snow, snow. Oh, oh no, this, that was just he, a victim. That's just a victim. Oh, that yeah. was wow. not a wife. That Did was a I victim. Fucking miss that fucking <laughs> thing. Did you, Did you, you didn't miss anything. Wow, you made a connection. I Ma- made Ma- a connection. Yeah. I made Meg shit inserts up. a whole sub story that didn't actually happen. <laughs> Maybe Meg was well, like, reading I the novel. Like, that's like, what I'm saying. Maybe because I feel like, like in the whole conversation he had, like, like that was shortly after. So I, well, like, he was I feel saying like, that I don't know she why. was his main actress yeah. in his okay, little shows okay. he Maybe puts that's on. that's where I, when I, like, okay. But he said the reason he's going to insert Loretta into his plays now is because his main actress previously she just kind of went catatonic and yeah. started saying yeah. snow over and over and over again. And one of them, I think Lance makes a joke yeah, about maybe she was a weather thing, girl yeah, or that's whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Somebody, somebody so, yeah, played informer for like, her. I feel like, then... But anywho, leading, like, okay, well, that was, I know that was after that's, the fact. So like, but that moment when- fanfic that you are working on on your own time. Uh, guys, uh, trademark, stop. <laughs> Let's stop talking about this. Stop spoiling my big release. <laughs> um, no, no, but that was where I had the thought that like, in that, then that, con- like, conversation that's where i was just like he's like oh maybe mm. yeah maybe and then then he's like no never mind you're gonna meet your demise i'm going to fucking kill you well bitch. he also does in the most disturbing scene in the movie grows a big giant long tongue and licks <laughs> i don't know how else the delicate way to say it there is licks no loretta's nipple <laughs> just with his it's big, not just it's not just her it's nipple. the that's entire how, yeah. it's literally like belly button the whole way to yeah. neck almost he like, slimes her tit <laughs> it's the best way to describe what <laughs> that is that is exactly what happens it's in, it's 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 borderline revolting it is gross um and uh, and i pretty but i said it's kind of played for laughs but it's pretty revolting that's yeah. what my notes say um so you think you know for a second this whole thing's gonna work and then he's like and then he turns down Loretta. He's like, I'm just too busy. What with my plans for world domination, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. we've never talked yeah. about to this point. Right. World domination was never on the table until this point. Um, but he does say, which again, he might have been. He might have been saying sarcastically, right? Mm-hmm. So that's it, like, why I was like, did he ever really fall for it? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he eventually says, you know, it'll have to be, you know, death by torture as planned. Yeah. Um, and I again, like that. No I like, really, kind of like that comment. Honestly, yeah. like here, yeah. it's very um very tongue everything's very tongue-in-cheek kind of up until this point um so he t- takes takes him to the home theater where he talks about how he's going to put on these these plays with his patients this is something that goes back generations in his family um the exposition at this point is just like really crazy but just so entertaining um myron explains that loretta is going to be burned at the stake in his performance of joan of arc um and these near kind of catatonic prisoners start reciting these like Shakespearean lines. They all have like massive head wounds. It's just fucking yeah. ridiculous. I would love to see a um, like total world domination by acting. Yeah. Like I would like to see that. <laughs> just via drama. Yeah. I mean, it's super drama. The world like drama. you don't know what's real anymore. Wait, wait. Oh my God. We're living in this world, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. Coming to some real, real, <laughs> real realizations right now. Um, but yeah, so Myron's got a shock collar on Loretta to get her to say the the lines, the prisoner the, that was playing the priest just cracked me up. Like the inflection yeah. in his voice was so great. It's just so head injury, like <laughs> stale. And he's like looking forward and down like the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, before God and country. It's like he's, yeah. it's like he's reading the words on a piece of paper in his brain. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. I feel like throughout the, the, the entire dialogue when we're talking about like, you don't even know it's serious that I feel like 
if you could tell like if they did like change just like their tone slightly this could have been a horrific movie yeah yeah, yeah. they like, played you know, everything know, for know, laughs like, yeah, yeah yeah i'm like you can tell like i feel like because they went the way they went like but this in theory could be a well, fucking scary on the scale movie. of scary family drama like this leans far more towards nothing but trouble mm-hmm. rather than oh, Texas I love Chainsaw. Nothing but, yeah, yeah i love yeah, nothing yeah. but trouble yeah like uh, Texas Chainsaw, where they're all sitting at the dinner table. Yeah, that's horrific. But this is you, just kind of yeah. like, oh, it's. If you remade this, you could take it in a much darker oh, direction. Yeah. Oh my so god! Amusing. I would actually yeah. almost love to see that. Actually, listen, guys, if we can communicate anything on this episode, it's that <laughs> head of the family deserves a remake. Do it. It's on Tubi. Come on. Um, the Tubi production value. There's Tubi bucks. Um, it's Tubi bucks to have. <laughs> um, that's something we should we, we should create. It's like Jeffrey dollars at at, uh, at the Toys R Us. It's Tubi bucks. Um, hey, when we Tubi start bucks sending, are when each send, movie costs forty million Tubi bucks. When we start sending out stickers, we'll start sending out <laughs> Tubi bucks. Sending Tubi bucks. Um, so. Please print that on orange <laughs> construction paper. <laughs> two B bucks. It's on the back of the sticker. It's just like this is that, worth thirty two bucks. If I ever, if I ever eventually embark on my DJ career, I'm going to be DJ two B bucks. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know this about you, and I'm upset to find this out now. But I love the name. Oh my! I will support uh, It's just you. playing Oingo Boingo tracks and I'm, I'm DJ Two B Bucks. Merck and work open it up for DJ DJ Two B Bucks. Merck and work. Actually, Merc that was going work. in my back pocket for a hardcore band name. I'm oh, not gonna lie. God, guys, million dollar fucking ideas. Um, so uh, let's 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 accelerate towards the end here. So Please. so Myron's. <laughs> <laughs> this is longer than the movie now. The, the it one is thing, longer than the movie. Well, we talked about snacks too, but the one thing... <laughs> Snack talk went the, long. The one thing that really made Snack me laugh, time. though, I, I don't know, I was laughing when Loretta was getting shocked, and yeah. it was mostly because her southern accent was really coming out, and yeah. she started sounding like Brett Butler from Grace Under Fire. <laughs> like, yeah. I know that's yeah. a, it's a very it 90s reference. It looks like they could be siblings. Is yeah. that wrong in saying that? I feel not, like they could not, be cousins, maybe. Like, yeah, she could have been like Brett Butler's younger sister, but it's like, yeah, yeah she was really getting into the, oh, come on. Just like, <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, like, yes. She really She is to. great. Honestly, she's my favorite person. Like her performances, her like kind of tongue in cheek, like not taking everything serious, like adds to this weird, like dreamlike uh-huh. feel of the movie. Um, I, I really like it. I feel it. like she's a character we always come back to throughout the series. Like she is always somehow part of like every main point of this movie. What, the, what else yeah. is she? In? I didn't but look like, this up. Is she so, in other things? So yeah. Um, yeah. Jacqueline, like this is one of the great things about full moon films, especially oh, yeah. kind of back in the nineties yeah. is they kind of gave a jumping off point or they gave legitimate work to uh, porn stars. Yeah. And so oh, that's cool. uh, the, per- the the lady who played Jacqueline or the lady who played Loretta is Jacqueline Lavelle, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Sarah St. James. You can go oh, look yes, that up yes, on yes. your own time. I, I, I've looked. <laughs> I, okay. So oh. I know I do know that now that you say this, it sounds well. very familiar. Yeah. Oh, well. Man. So, but like, you know, she was able to change her name to Jacqueline Lavelle okay. and that was able to open up more things for her. Um, cool. That's the, awesome. The, the lady who plays happy. Ernestina, she's credited in this movie as uh, Diana Colazzo. But she's also better known as Alexandria Quinn. And just a quick reading of some of her choice uh, IMDb. Yeah. Uh, ass Opener 6. <laughs> Twin Cheeks. Six. Six. Six is the icing on the cake. Twin Cheeks. 
<laughs> two through four. Twin cheeks. Oh Guys, my god. Why I mean, don't I, I know porn. about twin I, like, cheeks? I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm loving like because I love it so much. I yeah. love porn titles. Why so do I not? Much. I assume this is a Twin Peaks parody. Sure. Fuck yeah, why it is. have I because, not seen Twin Cheeks? Because uh, she was. Why also- do I not have a tattoo of Twin Cheeks? <laughs> She was also in Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I know. Edward I've Penis seen Edward right. Penis oh Hands. She's God. in that. Uh, ass Openers 11. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, 15. My bad. She took some, so, took some movies <laughs> off. Five And listen, five yeah. through 10 was like the Friday three right. or four of the Friday. Yeah, and she, 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 she yeah. came she back for the final yeah, Ass yeah, Openers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The final Ass Openers. <laughs> uh, she was in the Blowjob Adventures of Dr. Fellatio 22. What? <laughs> Lesbian Hooter Party. I like that. And I then like that. Uh, Scooby-Doo Curse of the Lake Monster. <laughs> that sounds too serious. That sounds like a real thing. It no, is. That's, I've no, seen that's it. Legit, yeah. That's legit one like of her Like a porn latest... or like an actual movie? No, no. That's no, more it's an animated... It's like the witch... It's like uh, the Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Curse or whatever. Like it's it's yeah, one yeah. of those like hour-ish long yeah, features. Yeah, she's a legit great. voice on uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, movie. my I'm, God. Well, I mean, she's... What was the I mean, Hooters one again? Lesbian Hooter Party. Porn stars are also someone voice actors. Can I? Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Porn stars are also voice actors. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, it, you can cross whatever. Oh you know. God, I want to. I mean, a it takes party. a lot to fake it. <laughs> right. Trust me. I, <laughs> I want to have a Hooter party, guys. Right. Um, Those God. are the best title names. But I, she has a lot. She actually has a lot that are seemed like um, uh, 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 parodies of like horror movies. Did you take the last piece she of the, the of the wet meat? God damn it! <laughs> Good thing I have a case in my trunk. <laughs> Good thing there's thousands in get-go's across America. I know. There's five places within yeah. walking distance right. of my house that sell this. Legit, not only are people going to get a sticker, they're going to get some wet meat. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other thing we were going to give them? That I just oh, Tubi Bucks. Tubi Bucks. Tubi Bucks. Yeah. Tubi Bucks. Complete, have no value. Yeah. Tubi Bucks and Neko Wafers. Every, any movie and on Neko Tubi, wafers. you get. You yeah. redeem it for any movie on Tubi. Yeah. Which is already so. Here, free. here's an incentive to write us a review. We haven't talked about this at all. <laughs> oh yes, we'll, yes. We're, we'll announce it next time because I, I we got some stickers. I'm gonna figure out how to print some doobie bucks. <laughs> and we're gonna send them your way. You write a review. You you like, comment, subscribe, stickers. do whatever the fuck Tubi you bucks. do to a podcast. Wet me, necker <laughs> We're gonna send you shit. <laughs> Breakfast the champions. Um, that's fantastic. Bye. Uh, I'm so happy we we delved into that. Um, so uh, we can't send necker wafers in the mail, like like a normal envelope. Um, that becomes they a weigh almost nothing and they never melt. So they <laughs> probably we could probably actually make an envelope out of necker wafers yeah. and, and and ship it. Um, and it would be like the, probably an envelope would be tastier. But so you know. At, uh, so Meyer, you know, Lance, he refuses to give up the other lawyer, yada, yada. Uh, as expected, Otis kind of loses it, saves Loretta before she's about to get burned at the stake like Joan of Arc on the stage. Um, Lance fights Wheeler and pokes him in the eyes, which I thought was pretty comical. And then uh, Loretta kind of briefly interacts with Howard, and he's in the basement. He's missing an eye. He's like very submissive He's now. Super docile and it cool. Kinda ma- you kind of like, oh, Howard, like at his heart, was he an okay guy? No. You know, no, he's a prick. <laughs> he's just had parts of his brain removed and now he's chill. In order to be chill, we need to cut out parts of your brain. Yeah. yeah so you're like, probably not a cool guy. He's just like, what's going on, Lance? Yeah. And he's like, I got to go, Howard. And he's and like, like, all right, all right, see you, see you around. Later. <laughs> 
He's just See, super chill, dude. As, as like as if he like just saw him on the street. He's like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, neighbor. yeah. It was just hey, like neighbor. <laughs> yeah, neighbor. <laughs> I look over. Meg's now wearing sunglasses. Well, they kept falling off my head, so now I'm just wearing them. <laughs> I love just how Meg gets one beer. She eats all the wet meats. Two beers, sunglasses. Three beers, hanging vertical soup. <laughs> um. So, um, so as far as I can tell. Otis shuts off the this is the only part I didn't understand <laughs> Otis shuts off the vents because he's like house burn you know and yeah. he kind of likes he, is it that he shuts off the vents Myron mentions that are going to prevent the house from catching on fire because yeah. is that what he does he yeah, sets yeah. off the vent okay that's kind of what I what I took it as and I didn't even remember that part because I think it's a girl yeah and he's <laughs> a, he, he wants the you know he's he he wants you know he's going to save Loretta he wants to kind of burn down the house um, and then maybe the best scene in the movie Lance launches Myron because Lance gets away. Obviously, Myron is now you know his his siblings are scattered around. He has no power. Lance dumps Myron down the stairs and he launches this giant big headed dummy down the stairs uh, and, and lands at the bottom, kind of all bloodied. And it's a slow motion fall. It's fantastic. I like it. Like when kid, right, no, no. Say, as the kids say, he yeeted him down the stairs. <laughs> he yeeted. Him. He yeeted him down the stairs. <laughs> yeet? Yeah. Uh, does yeet have a meaning? Because I feel like yeet's one of those words yeet that means Yeet is from so like new. a tick, or no, not a TikTok. Was it like a vine or something yeah. of like some girl throwing a can in the yeah. hallway or something? Yeah. She's like, this shit empty. Yeet. She yeah. throws the can down. <laughs> or this bitch empty. Yeet. Um, no, what I loved is that like there wasn't like a lot of tumble and roll. He just like fell what? and he had all his blood all over his yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the blood looked really good. Is that weird to say? No, it's not. I'm no, I mean he was beat good. up. He was yeah. on the stairs. Like the overall, like the the makeup effects in this movie are like pretty good. I mean the eyes, Wheeler's eyes are pretty bad, but like right. but like I feel like Myron. The stuff is good. Yeah, yeah and Myron. Yeah. I don't know how they get this. Like, it's like a forced percept perspective thing to a certain extent on Myron. I think. Yeah, it dip, it, I think it depends on the kind of the shot. So I think the main one that like when they're in the basement and it's like Lance's on the table and yeah. um, uh, Loretta's on the ground and like everybody. Yeah, I think that one was actually uh, like maybe a green screen because it seems like uh, the body seems independent a little bit. Yeah, he's well, I I think the whole thing is uh, Myron is like masked in afterwards. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. So he's made bigger like he was filmed separately. There's a lot of ones when he's in the wheelchair like that, but I felt like the one in the basement was like. A little puppet below his head, maybe for mm. a, at least for a second, maybe because yeah. it was a little bit more seamless than the other ones, and it and it struck me as like, do you remember the Nickelodeon show Wienerville? Yeah, where they had like it yeah, reminded yeah, yeah. me a little bit like Wienerville. <laughs> yeah, um, in the thing, but yeah, it it overall, I thought the effects, especially on Myron, are pretty cool. I mean, he's the eye catching thing, mm-hmm. right, of, of the movie. Um, but uh, so. Here's where Lance falls victim to his kind of opportunism, and this is when I was like, oh, he just can't resist Ernestina. Well, at this point, Myron is completely incapacitated, and Ernestina lures him uh, kind of away. So you're like, is Myron still controlling this or not? Or is this just Lance being a dickhead? It probably is the latter. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, this gets kind of weirdly brutal for a quick second, because Wheeler runs up on him and just like shivs him like he's in a prison yard like I thought 20 yeah. times with a knife after like his eye, he almost seemed like after his eyes were exposed the yeah. first time that like 
shit was like he was not going to be okay. So like I thought like that was really weird that we had that resurgence. For yeah, him. he pops like, back up. Yeah. You think he's done? Yeah. He pops back up. He he prison shivs Lance. <laughs> then Lance shoves him down. He hits his head on the bars, and they're both presumably kind of out cold or dead. Or, but then he, or yeah, both. he like kills someone else, and he kill, and then he dies. It's kind of like he's a bee. I think the idea he's a fucking wasp. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. Um, but in any case, uh, so now Otis and Loretta are the only ones who get out of the house, and they're kind of standing outside watching it burn. She's obviously not too broken up about Lance. She's just no. like, well, he was kind of a dickhead or whatever. Right. You know? She knew they were both fucking assholes. She didn't care. She yeah. She care. this is where her like kind of very very opportunistic st- and this ending is so fucking brilliant. So Loretta gets the bright idea and kind of explains that she wants to marry Otis for the stackpool fortune. He's the last remaining stackpool. And, and this she, is when House of a Thousand Corpses starts. Like, yes, and okay, this is the proceed. prequel leading into House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> but she she kind of cut to them at the Justice of the Peace. She's kind of railroading him into marriage. Right. Obviously, Otis doesn't have Myron controlling him anymore. He's just kind of this big, like, goon that's not really, like, capable capable of, of speaking too much. And, the, you know, the, the will you accept him as man and wife, blah, blah, blah. I do. And he just goes, I... Ooh, <laughs> which I thought was such a weird, they didn't have to do that. And then Loretta uh, explains, you know, happy endings, you know, it's going to be happy ending, blah, 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 this big chuckle. And then it finishes with Otis having this insane, crazy eye cackle. And Loretta oh starts to get freaked out, like, did I make a mistake kind of thing? Right. And then it's did. just Finn. Mwah. Yeah. Chef's yeah. kiss. I just love that that it's ambiguous such a ending. Chef's kiss because I feel like ultimately everything that everyone does in this movie is an utter mistake in every way, <laughs> shape, or form. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch a movie about what not to do in life, watch this movie. It's a, it's a bunch of people who are shitbirds and There's, they're like they get what's coming to them in some way. No, yeah. no, no one comes out scot free. There's no really redeemable character, maybe with the exception of Susie, the waitress. Oh, yeah, um, but she doesn't get involved in it. She's, she's, no, no, she's, she's the yeah. smart one. She yeah. is like the smart one. But of she's it. at least like, Lance, you're being an asshole. You're going to you're gonna fuck yourself, you know, kind of thing. So she's like the voice of reason a little bit. But but I feel like the idea of the family still is like one of the things that like anyone, which I mean, I think of things like we've talked about multiple times, House of a Thousand Corpses almost has this vibe of like, yeah, let's do this family vibe. Like, I could mm. totally see it if Rob Zombie, like, watched these movies and was like, yeah, well, maybe. I, I read that this was supposed to be almost like a take off the monsters in a way. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, and then obviously Rob Zombie's really into that kind of shit. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I mean, that. I feel like all of that can be, because I feel like that idea of, like, that, that tie the binds, like, mm-hmm. you know, could totally be a thing that can then be like, we're going to stay together no matter what is like the creepiest thing personally that I feel like I could feel because like, hey, I mean, when Mal exposing, like, I'm not super close to a lot of my family, but at the same time, like, I can understand, though, that if you would do any fucking thing for your family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She can get fucking weird. There real could fast. absolutely be a sequel to this, and, and totally could be. And, and and as far as I know, there isn't. No. Yeah, which is strange considering hey, Full I Moon really makes hope they have sequels out of this for episode everything. They that we fucking get a sequel. Let's fucking <laughs> finger keep our fingers Hashtag, crossed. Where's the sequel, <laughs> guys? Charles Band is going to put the kind of put the back burner on Evil Bong Eight to make <laughs> yeah. head of family or head of Ginger family Dead Man Forty Seven. Yeah. Uh, Gary Busey is he still in there? Isn't Gary Busey still in I those? Know, I don't I know. know. We'll talk about. I it. I didn't even watch one. 
Uh, I'll tell you what. I did have. I did kind of wish that there was an alternate ending to this, mm-hmm. and I envisioned like a Beverly Hillbillies ending to this. <laughs> okay, where after uh, Otis and Loretta leave the mansion, smash cut to them inside of an actual like Beverly Hillbillies mansion. Yeah, it's like in California. Everything's bright, lit like a sitcom, <laughs> and Otis is just sitting behind a desk. <laughs> Stamping papers just randomly approved. Like he's got a he's got a nice suit on. He's yeah. got his haircut and everything. He's got his hair slicked he's back. He's a stat yeah. born. Yeah. yeah, he's just his a business guy just stamping approved. Industries. Yeah, yeah. And then Loretta comes in in a bathing suit, and she's you know she's got a bathing suit and the big sun hat and the sunglasses. She's all posh and everything. Yeah. And she says, "Okay, time to go." And then you see Otis stand up. He's winning the pooing it and just has giant like thirteen inches of like. <laughs> <laughs> just meat but then I feel like he pulls oh, out a so cleaver and they go and kill someone oh my god this oh. is insane there is endless possibilities endless. Charles Band I, 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 I'm I not gonna pray hey, Charles hey, Band hey, is hey, listening Brian, to this hey Brian yeah uh, I'm not gonna swear you this time <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Listen, guys, I am a right mm, and yourself. just champion. <laughs> I, I have I delivered not, an. I feel like it's one of those movies that I'm like, I'm not upset that I like spent 120 minutes guys, on. And this is just. And guys, could I have a sidebar with the listener? I'm going to fuck these motherfuckers <laughs> up next time. I'm luring hey, them hey, into hey, a false hey, sense hey, of security. Hey, hey. <laughs> listeners, I'm going to do another sidebar my way. <laughs> All right, hold on. Me and, me and Steve wear muffs. Yeah. If he gets a chance, motherfuckers. <laughs> that seems like it was directed towards me. Um, I, I just want you to know. an S on the end. <laughs> Listeners, I just want you to know that if I do win September, I still have a punishment in my back pocket. And I'm, we'll I'm hurt genuinely them. terrified. We'll Steve. hurt them bad. I feel like you guys like have all the punches, and I'm just like. I'll probably just bring something in sexual detail. Yeah, Meg, Meg, that's Meg's play. Just incest. Meg, Meg is just Meg gonna already make, punished us. Meg is going to yeah. make us watch Twin Cheeks four. <laughs> is what she's going to do? Yeah. Why? Are, why are we watching porn, Meg? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Well, it was fun. I'm glad I picked this one. I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's uh it's a blast from the past for sure. And hopefully we'll we'll visit some more full moon features here in the uh for in sure. the future. We but. should probably finish out and just like let people know what else we drink because I started cracking some burrs. Yeah, we got through um, some beers. I, uh, I'm drinking this IPA from uh Clearview, Clearview West Coast IPA from uh, uh I'm sorry, no Clearview West Coast IPA from Sun River. Sun River's yes. the brewery, not Yes, Clearview, one of my brewery. best friends Liz works at sun river so i brought that when i from my visit um i also brought another wayfinder beer if y'all are even surprised mm-hmm. but i had that, that cold ipa that i was like we Ooh, need yeah, to drink this and um it's it's like a thing it's not really a thing but it's a thing drink a cold ipa it's a gimmick it's delicious but... it is totally a gimmick and like talking to kevin it was one of those things he's like, yeah, we put cold in there and we sold more IPA. It's just a repackage like, of a brewed IPA, essentially. Is no, that kind it's, of what not it even, it's not even that. It's really not even that. It's literally just... 
a less hoppy West Coast IPA. Oh, it's less. I thought it was just like supposed to be like dry. No, it's actually dry. closer what? to like an IPL. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, yes, but yes. But it's yes, not right. yeah, at right. all at the same time. Like it, in like a lot of ways, like it reminds Ooh. me more of a less hoppy West Coast IPA that's filtered. It's a yeah. lot less bitter than I expected. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, it yeah. is a it's less, less hoppy, hoppy like bitter. more of mm. like a hazy IPA that's like filtered. Yeah, yeah. The cold IPA thing, I saw it like but on the Twitters and things. It's a gimmick, it's and a was just thing. like, "Oh, that's a thing." Okay, and I remember like look at like what is this supposed to be, and then I kind of promptly forgot about it. Yeah, um, but that's an enjoyable beer. Yeah. I so I, I also grabbed Southern Tears Nice Slice, which if, if anyone doesn't know yet, if I didn't mention it, like that's where I got my <laughs> that's where my roots are from, <laughs> and uh, I got my start there. So I that I traditional like... Scottish brewery, <laughs> Southern Tears, <laughs> traditional Scottish. <laughs> Literally Scottish McDuck. Um, you know, Southern so Tier in their Purm King King. Purm King. In the world. Okay. Okay, stop making me laugh. <laughs> um, I grabbed Nice Slice because my aunt told me to drink it. <laughs> it smells It smells like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Um, no, like. I feel like what I'm getting out of beers like that is like, I'm like, I wish it was sour. I yeah. wish you had like a tart aspect to it. It's a good beer. It's like, it's fine. It's good. It's mm. like, it's good. But like, I wish it was tart. For, That's it. Yeah. If for some reason you can't find 21st Amendments, Hell or High Watermelon. I haven't had that. Just in, pick up the nice slice. In yes, years. Yes, and yes, that yes, one almost it, yeah. has like a more watermelon rind, cucumbery mm-hmm. type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Whereas this smells like candy watermelon. It, it is a lot sweeter yeah. and candier. Yeah. But I yeah. only smelled it. I haven't tasted it. So. All right, boys. All right. Well, let's remind you of a couple of things. One is uh, we are going to send out sometime uh, this week. You are going to see uh, a call to action. Come vote on what our next uh, showdown episode is going to be for September. Again, to remind you, modern slashers. This is 2000s to present. Giallo or best child's play slash Chucky of any kind, maker, manner. So excited for those three. Check it out on the Instagram. It's at, sorry, uh, before I forget, because I already forgot at the top of the episode once again, um, at Halloween is Forever on Instagram, at Hallow Forever on Twitter, Halloween is Forever podcast on Facebook, or Halloween's Forever pod at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Just remember that, like, depending on what you choose... That will it will be indicative of what kind of wrestling move. You hear that? <laughs> That's the atomic elbow that I'm going to put on Brian and or Steve. Listen, I've been stretching and I've been practicing my jackknife power bombs. <laughs> I swear to God, this table is going to be in a thousand little splinters. Yo, we're we need to come. We're going to be the Halloween mafia, and we're going to be breaking tables. We're going to be out here off my my garage roof, hell in the cell style. Um, guys, guys, stop fighting amongst each other. We got to take the HWO into other podcasts. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's the legit move, guys. <laughs> all right, we're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. I think this has got to be our longest minisode of all time. But is it listen, I have, the last no, one. not too bad. Good, yeah, good. Nah, we're pretty good. good. We just talked a lot prior. Yeah, I think people. We just talked a lot of snacks early on. Oh people, my god, so many snacks. People seem to I like, like snack talk. session, guys. I like yeah. snack session. I say snack session 
needs to be part of every recording. I'm on board. Uh, maybe s- next time um, somebody else can subject us to something terrible. Um, I don't trust you at all. You seem <laughs> very you. excited Fuck about you. it. Why? I, I actually, I'm no, not scared no, of what Meg can bring. I love snacks. Like, you, I, all right, Meg's on snack I duty next time. I love snacks. Meg's on I, snack duty. I will bring duty. snacks. I'm, yeah, that's I'm true. Not, I, it wasn't yeah. that hard. We didn't I'm give you a snacky you. girl. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I love your little shuffle you did just now. I'm not scared of what she could bring because she's not like that into hot foods. She's not as much of a garbage person as yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would be worried about no, me. No, 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 no. Yes. But what I appreciate about every single You're gonna time. You're going to be soaking Slim Jims and Steel Reserve Blackberry or something. I got to. It's go- They're getting rid of it. I heard it discontinued. So sad. What I love about every time you bring snacks is they're going to. You're like, let me see how hot things can it's get. It's going to get more because extreme. Megan said that she's trying. You know what? I appreciate it. Maybe I'll bring a hot snack. No, probably not. I'll probably bring something <laughs> delicious. So fuck you both and you're welcome. Fuck you both give and me, you're welcome. That's next line off. Right. Next up, fuck you both and you're welcome. Well, Give me the Slim Jim. <laughs> yeah. We have that right here. This is all I yours. know. I actually was like, okay, I want to ask. Eat it. Eat it. I already this. had one today. I want to ask for this, but I didn't. <laughs> eat it up. All right. Well, uh, uh, again, Look for on the social medias. Vote on our next uh, episode for for the main showdown episode. But in the meantime, we got some pretty sweet stuff happening in minisodes in the next uh, in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye out. As always, send us anything via the social media channels or via email. If you got any suggestions for us, we got a couple of good ones. This we had someone request that we talk about um, the new Nick Cage one with the an- Willy's animatron- Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland I which I haven't seen yet. So it's I good. think that one might be a fun one to do. I approve. We- <laughs> we've got a lot yeah, of, we've got yeah, a lot of cool suggestions so keep us coming our way because we are legitimately um not planning to tri- we're gonna have some guests in the coming yep. episodes we've got some filmmakers mm, some some mm, actors mm, some other mm. fun stuff how's that it's a slim jim treating you pretty good mm, mm, it's good it, mm, we're, it builds mm. on you the heat builds on you i got that earlier had one of those earlier today I'm in okay, any case sorry. keep those suggestions coming because we we freaking love it and we're going to continue to utilize it so awesome once again uh for halloween is forever crew i'm brian i'm meg I'm Steve. Bye, bye. Ooh.